For all of you who listen to Mackie Second Floor Studios Presents Submersion and own an Android device, do me a favor. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I use the app, and I love it. I can search for the podcasts I want to listen to, select them as favorites, and have them all just a click away. Make sure to set Mackie's Second Floor Studios as a favorite so you don't miss any of our new episodes. Again, the app is the Podcast Republic app, available on Android devices. Episode 46! <laughs> Woo! Is that right? Is that actually 46? It is episode 46! Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Mustard Man with the steel! Oh, coming in. Wasn't expecting Dude. that. No, nobody was, man. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. It's been two whole weeks since we've released an episode. Yep. I've even had people ask me. There was a very avid listener. Uh, he asked me if we were done because we, we did finished? Hunt for the Red October. Oh. I said, there is no <laughs> flipping way. <laughs> there are so many more sub-movies for all you guys. Yeah, I Do posted not on, worry. I posted on Twitter. I said, at this point, I've watched so many submarine movies, I might as well just watch them all. Right. I mean, why stop? Why yeah. would we stop now? Yeah, unless we really got a hankering Don't for a season two skateboard movie. Don't stop me now. We're having such a good time. Oh, we're having Prom a ball. Again. That's Queen, right? That's kind of uh, uh, topical. I, th- I think that's a Pearl Jam song. Right? Oh, early Nirvana. Right? Good. Good on him. Something. Eddie Vedder. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. So. We're in a new year, 2019. Yeah, but there were plenty of—I was going to say good—but there are plenty of sub movies that came out in 2018. Actually, a surprising amount if you think about it. Like, yeah. I never really before I even ever thought about submarine films. I assumed there'd be like one or two, maybe. Mm-hmm. But there were a number, and we've already watched one of them: Hunter Killer in yes. the books. We already yep. watched that one, so we knocked that out of the way. And but we still have at least four or five more. Oh, yeah. To go through. Yes, we do. And so, to get it all started. Dive, 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 dive. Oh, not again. What began as an innocent conversation among friends would soon spiral out of control and later be referred to by future generations as the eighth wonder of the modern world. Mac East Second Floor Studios takes you on the journey of your lifetime as your captains, Alex the Mustard Man, the artist formerly known as Brom, Jamie the Brain, Kyle El Capitan, and Zach the Backbone present Submersion. Alex, you are always the one to take it away. What did we watch this week, man? Uh, we watched a thriller, somewhat. Um... Uh, about uh, a movie and spies and trying to reveal their identity and not reveal their identity and so forth. You may have heard of this movie already. It's called Mission Impossible. No. And oh, yes. Oh, you'll love it. Actually, <laughs> it's called Blackwater 2018 film starring our favorite Dolph Lundgren and our second right. favorite John claude Van Damme. Yeah. Yes. Take it away, boys. All right. So it also stars... <laughs> Yeah, quote unquote Al stars. Sapenzia <laughs> as Rhodes. Who of doesn't course, know that yeah. superstar? Right. Courtney B. Turk as Mel. Not and- Courtney B. Vance. Let's be clear. Right. Right. Courtney B. Turk. Turk. Right. And Jasmine Waltz as Cass Taylor. 
This movie currently on IMDb holds a 4.6. Oh, solid rating. Also has a Rotten Tomatoes user score of 23 when I last checked. And I believe a Rotten Tomatoes score of zero, but it only gets a few. It only has a few reviews. Oh, so. for critics? Yeah, it just it didn't. I mean, I think it only has six reviews or something. All of them yeah. bad. It's so. Don't let those numbers shape your opinion of this movie. I never do. You shouldn't. Right. Well, I don't. Be your own person. And so, yeah, I mean, did you even have anything who directed and stuff? It was like a nobody, I think. Sorry, not to to insult the director or anything. We would love to have him on the show. Nobody that you would ever know. Right. All right. Well, we'll we'll have him on. So we may as well get into it. (laughs) So we open up. No one has ever heard of. So there's a chance we could actually land him on the podcast. Yeah, he could actually (laughs) end up on the podcast. So we open up and we see some water that is black. And it's like, welcome to black water. And Jean-Claude Van Damme's laying on the floor. Is there like a floor. wooden sign with white yeah, paint? Exactly. Welcome to Blackwater. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, what? What is this? The new state? Is this the future? Is this apocalyptic future? And uh, he's laying on the floor somewhere. We don't know where, or do we? And Ooh. he wakes up and, <gasps> and it's clearly he's been like knocked out or whatever. And he's sitting on the ground and he gets up and he's in like a little cell. Oh no, he's in prison. And so he doesn't know what's going on. He's a little disoriented, but he hears a voice from the cell next door. Who's that? And this should be quite reaffirming and quite calming because it is the one, the only, Dolph Lundgren. Right. Playing Marco, a fellow prisoner wherever they are. And he's like, slowly roll, man. Guess where you are. You're in prison on a fucking submarine. <laughs> and we get a little shot of like a submarine going through the water. Just if, if I ever it. am like knocked out and wake up somewhere now, that's going to be the first place, I guess. Do you know where you're at? Holy shit, I'm on a submarine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, You're no, surrounded sir, by are... trees. <laughs> am, I, am I on a sub? Yeah. No, Kyle. You You're watching too many shitty sub. movies. Right. So, <laughs> anyways, Dolph Lundgren just sitting there. He's like, you know, reading a book. He's always reading books. He just loves With these his, books. Like readers on? Yeah. And he's like got all sketches around. He's clearly had a lot of time because he's been on this submarine for a long time. And he, he's inform, he informs. Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, that it's a black site prison. But basically, he's captured. And I think at this point, he kind of says, like, try to remember the last thing. Doesn't this make sense? What was the last thing you remember? And then, wham! Flashback. Flashback. And we're in Mobile, right? Mobile? Yeah, Mobile, Alabama. I, I didn't want to say it wrong. I didn't want to say it like mobile, like an idiot. It's Mobile, Alabama. That's all right. There's some place called... Um... Crested Butte. I always like to call it Crested Butt. Just nice. Fun, you know? Very nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's one good. called Elephant Butte, too. So Really? Elephant, you mean oh. Elephant Butt? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My anus so, anyway, <laughs> I love these, these jokes. And so, anyways, they're in Mobile, Alabama, and Jean-Claude Van Damme, you know, pulls up to this motel, and he's there, and oh, boy, there's someone there, and he's like, oh, my God, and he's, like, real scared. He's got a, a gun in his back. But guess who it is? Oh my word, is it his lover? Hot lady spy. Hot 25-year-old spy girl. Which is funny, because I didn't think she looked 25, but then I looked her up and she was, I think she was the younger of the two women. She was like uh, like 31. Vega from Spy Kids all grown up. Wait, is that for real? No. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it sounded like a joke, but then you said it like such like not a joke. That Just for so a second, dead pan. Yeah. And so anyways, he's, he's good. He's working on that. We got Jean-Claude Van Damme with his like old man body. He's like when you get when you become like old man, you become like real like uh blocky kind of, and, right? Uh, and like sinewy. Yeah, like real sinewy and like blocky and he just looks like like thick. 
Yeah. And she's like not like she's like a regular person, but he's like a big like monster old person kind of thing. A monster old person. Well, like it's like how Sylvester Sloan looks now. Like a monster kind Just of. Just rough. Right. Like a monster. <laughs> sure. Yes. Or Mickey Rourke. Think of Mickey Rourke. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the wrestler. I mean, I think about him a lot. You should. Yep. All right. And so anyways, <laughs> he's got this weird old man body and they start smooching and making out like a whole bunch and they totally bone. Don't worry about it. And they wake up the next morning and they're like, oh, I'd love some beef be fast with my boo. And she's like, let's go grab some beef fast. And <laughs> I thought you said beef be fast. I did. Be fast. Oh. Breakfast. Like the kids. I thought you meant beef. Oh, uh, well, you could have beef. Just beef in the morning. Right. And so anyway, she heads off. They've got this, they've got like a couple things, right? A couple MacGuffins. He's got a dongle and she's got a drive, I think, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does, he does have a dongle. I can't stop. I can't help but laugh when they talked about it because it's like the funniest MacGuffin name for a MacGuffin ever. Like a MacGuffin usually is something like powerful and like mysterious. So it's like the torch of wonder. It's how we will conquer the world. And it's like, I've got the dongle. They can't do anything without this dongle. It's like, cool. right. <laughs> you sound real awesome. So anyways, he's got a dongle. She's got the drive. They have to work with each other kind of. Yep. And so she heads off. And then when she, after she heads off, he gets attacked in his uh, motel room. <laughs> dude and these people use the cleaning woman as a total i mean what decoy yeah she comes up knocks on the door she's like hey how you doing and then bam bullets right through the chest it's off like going nuts he has to all of a sudden jump out start lighting people up like it's nobody's business right yeah and what's the funniest thing about this is sometimes with bad movies when they don't have like the production money to do like fancy Mm -hmm. stuff You'll be able to see when like there's a big shootout, just like cars driving by in the background because oh, they yeah. weren't able to block off streets or anything like that. And you could see it here where like these people have these giant guns and like shooting up a restaurant and outside there's just like cars stopping at a stoplight and then like going through the, the intersection regular. It's like, yeah, they wouldn't be doing that anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> the giant shootout over here. Uh, I've been no anywhere in the up. US when I've been driving yeah. and people would be stopping and looking and seeing yeah. what's going on. No police show up, no nothing. And they shoot up this whole restaurant. He runs over there. He finds his lady friend, lover, and they, they want to jet. They want to go and grab this uh, uh, truck and get out of there. But as they're running, oh, no, she drops the drive. Now, you'd think in the case where it needs both of the pieces to activate, mm-hmm. that they'd be like, fuck that second piece. They can't do anything with it anyways. Right. They need this dongle, which is like all the key to the drive. Chain to JCVD, bro. Yeah. Let's get hop into this truck and drive away. She's like, no, I'm going to go get it. And JCVD's like, go ahead. <laughs> like, I'm, I'll, I'll stay here behind this truck. You go and do it. I'll cover so she you. runs out. Yeah. She, she runs out to grab it. It's this nine millimeter. She gets sh- quote unquote shot, spoiler alert, but- Whoa, whoa, whoa. Shot. She gets killed. She gets totally she gets massacred. Well, you, yeah, quote unquote shot in the head. Yes. And so, um, <clears throat> and so he's like, no. And then it's like- fuck this and jumps in the car and drives away mm-hmm. and the bad guys are like oh no he didn't get the dongle and he's driving away and he's like calling up his handler and is like we gotta meet up cause something went wrong cover's blown and then the guy says you know what a few miles east of you is a little town called Milton Florida that's where I spent my honeymoon wow really yeah did you see JCPD no I did not oh, but I was that. like no one <laughs> from this part of the world would know <laughs> where that is except I I went on like an adventure vacation down in Milton, Florida. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. I'm assuming the panhandle. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Way in the panhandle. Oh yeah. Big time. <laughs> and so uh 
they get they head over there. He heads to a um, parking garage, and he finds his handler totally shot up dead. And he's like, "Oh shit, I've been framed." And so they come up, a bunch of agents surround him. They he's clearly been framed for the murder of this guy. Yeah. There's a couple agents there who are like, "Look at this asshole." But one guy is kind of like, "This is not his mo. This is not JCVD's mo." Like, I know this guy. Yeah. I know this is not how he would do his business. Like. We shouldn't be doing this. And the other guy's like, shut your mouth, whatever. Like, I control the situation. He's going on the submarine. I love my black ops submarine. So, like, Dude, get out of here. Dude, wouldn't? Yeah, I know. All right, I, think you, about it. I would put every prisoner on that submarine. <laughs> and then, and then I, was even, I was in my notes typing about this submarine. I was like, oh, it's just like Guantanamo Bay on a submarine. And then they even make mention of it. They're yeah. like, this is like Gitmo, except we can't get in trouble because no one could find it or something like right. that. I was like, yeah. Sure. Great. Yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what. Awesome. What's funny here also is they kind of break the narrative structure because originally Marco tells JCVD or Dolph Lundgren tells JCVD like, yeah. remember back, think back. Now at this point, he's been like uh, knocked out. They give him something and, and knock oh, him out. Oh yeah, yeah. But his memory continues where you actually get to see and like he's a not lot even, of the other he's stuff. he's not even around? No, he's not even around. They just have the people talking. I'm like, I thought this was his memory. And they even flash back to them in the cell where it seems like he's like, oh yeah, that's what happened. It's like, <laughs> yeah. you didn't, half of that, you weren't even there. Dude, like, it's called happened? astral projection, my friend. <laughs> oh. He's outside of his own body. <laughs> oh, I didn't get that. Yeah. First time through. And so um, anyways, yeah, they get him on the submarine. We see someone else go on the submarine, which was funny. It, was, it wasn't really necessary for them to do that, but there was like there's another prisoner and they don't even really mention this other prisoner until the end of the movie yeah there's like oh we're well, they're just like got somebody chained in a wheelchair blindfolded and yeah. whoop, put them on don't worry about that that definitely won't come back in the, later in the movie and we're like okay sure and then they're talking about all the things that they do to prisoners here uh waterboarding sure beatings rep uh rectal feedings whoa and that was enough to pique my interest <laughs> sure <laughs> and so anyway i was like uh you're sparked up hello what kind of movie are we about to be getting into here yeah. So anyways, they're on this this Black Ops summary. We're introduced to two of our other heroes, which are what were they? They were like the CIA. They were they were kind of like actual agents that were on the submarine kind of monitoring stuff, yeah. right? Yep. And so they hear that the guy, this uh, you know, kind of head agent is going to be there and this woman, this lady agent is like, "Oh, I'm like pretty excited cuz I put in something for a promotion and this guy could really make my career mm. and her and name is Cass Taylor Cass Taylor so Cass Taylor's like I want to be Asian Cass Taylor I don't want to just be on this submarine all day right I mean mistake Which, yeah dumb yeah. get on the sub what's stay on, on the stay on the sub yeah anyway dude you're, you're safe on a sub anyways they're surrounded by a bunch of these black ops people who do all the interrogations and basically are like monsters yeah so yeah. The, anyway they uh, they grab JCVD throw him in his cell yep. and Dolph's antagonizing the whole time. He's like, Oh, look at you. Bunch of babies, bunch yeah. of babies, bunch of whips. <laughs> look at you babies. Yeah. Oh, babies, stupid need to, babies. Babies need to handcuff someone. And they're oh. like, Hey Marco, why don't you shut up? And he's like, <laughs> he's like, why don't you come over here and touch me? No. What's he say? They're like, we'll put our hands on you. He's like, yeah, it's been a while since I've known a woman's touch. Hey, oh, it's like, oh, Marco, <laughs> yeah. you dog, what are you doing? And so anyway, you're going to get beat up. So they're about, they're going inter- to interrogate uh, JCVD when he wakes up, but they kind of explain some of the, how, how the whole submarine is set up. So half the submarine is where the crew is and half the submarine is where all these monster black ops people who do terrible and, war, war and crimes And the prisoners are. are. Right. But also they're in the back with like all the engine parts. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Makes Which sense. It didn't no. make. I don't know. You'd, you'd want all vital systems. Yeah. You could clearly have se- separated off a portion of your submarine to just be for the agents and stuff like that, mm-hmm. where all of the other vital stuff was all connected. Yeah. To, you could even have a room and like build a little walk around hallway. Actually, let's let's spend the rest of the podcast designing the submarine for them. <sighs> I could do it. Let's do it. All right. So, anyways, uh, JCVD. I guess his name is Wheeler. Is that right? Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he wakes up. And they bring him to the interrogation room, which looks like a regular interrogation room because they didn't want to make things look like they were actually on a submarine. Yeah. And so he's in there and they're basically like, you better give up your information. We need to know where this dongle is. And he's like, I'll never tell you where this dongle is. You better bet your life this dongle is safe with me. And they're like, okay. And uh, in the end, the agent that we think is kind of a good guy is like, let me handle him like alone, like one on one. He's like, I know know my boy. Let me go in here, talk to him, see what's going on. And so he kind of, it's this point that he's, he's kind of reveals himself to be a traitor of sorts. Nah. Not yet. A Almost. Yeah. No, he's in there. He's like, dude, come on. Like, you got to tell them if you don't, they're going to kill you or something yeah. like that. And then shit really hits the fan. Yeah. The one guy comes in and they start going nuts. They want to like take a needle and jab oh, yeah. it in JCVD's eye. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then this is when Cass... Because she's been forced to watch this. She boxed a little bit, yeah. Yeah, she's like, I'm not going to watch this. This is pretty gross. And so like, she gonna ruin, leaves. You better watch the super gross thing happening or you're going to ruin your career. Yeah. You know how many right. times I have to watch that stuff at work? It's unreal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then, all right, they don't do it. But right. then also, this is probably, I mean, this is where like our podcast and this movie really jive. Guy takes his knife out, puts it right to JCVD's dick. Oh, that's right, yeah. His he's long, gonna, greasy dick, yeah. <laughs> he's like, this is a pretty good line. He's like, <laughs> what's he say? Cut, cut it, off an inch. Cut it in half. Yeah, cut it in half. Leave him an inch or something. Leave him an inch. Yeah. Which just, you know. It's an implication. He's yeah, implying, yeah. If you do the math, it's hard. But if you do the math, he's I think got, it comes out to He's only got like a dick. five inch dick. Yeah, I get Yeah, it. at least uh, something between two and five inches, I think. Somewhere between there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so anyway, this movie. And what what is it? And JCVD, how does he get out of his handcuffs again? He grabs something and he's able to pick his handcuffs or something, right? Uh he he uh dislocates his thumb. Oh, that's right. He just dislocates oh, his thumb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's able to kind of get out of his handcuffs at the same time that this supposedly the good guy, the guy that's supposed to be on his side, starts going nuts and kills a bunch of people kills the main uh, other antagonist. The guy who guy. we thought was like the bad guy. Yeah, he thought he was the bad guy, but he's really actually no, he's thinks... like the sane dude, right? So it turns out it's all a big twist, a big mutiny, right? Well, I mean, it's not really eventually, a mutiny. eventually, but uh, he. It's all been a trick. The getting the dongle and stuff like that was set up by this agent in the first place. He wanted to get the stuff. He was going to sell it to a high a buyer. He set up the attack in Mobile, Alabama. And now it went to shit because of JCVD and how much of a badass he is. Yeah. And so this is his second option. He needed to get on the submarine and kill everyone and get other people on in on the deal. And so like he convinces uh, the other, all the black ops people to join in on this whole thing. He's like, okay, we're going to get like millions of dollars. I'll cut you in. So you yeah. you be on my side. And they take it like immediately. They take like, it. All right. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, fine. Sounds good. Whatever. Like, what? Does not make sense? I just be like, nope. <laughs> well, have you ever been offered a million dollars? Yeah, but it just seems like so far fetched. <laughs> yeah, that they would just be like, "We're on the submarine," being... and like you just killed the guys I've been working with my whole life. Yeah, and, and it's whatever. like he doesn't even hear the whole plan. It's like, so how are we getting the submarine? How are we getting the yeah. money? How is it going to be safely transferred? There'd be a lot of questions. But instead, yeah. he's like, "Yeah, 
All right. So <laughs> anyways, during all this, then after JCVD dislocates his thumb, gets out of the cuffs. Dude, he is just like cracking skulls, yep. shooting people. Taking names. I think he throws somebody through the two-way Through the mirror. window or he jumps through it or something. Yeah. And then he, he like runs out into the hallway while there's all this pandemonium going on. And Cass and the other guy yeah, find him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny. So they kind of have him in custody and they don't know what's transpired in the next room. They have no idea what's going on. So now the bad guy, Rhodes, is talking to them. He's like, all right, just turn him on over to us. Everything will be fine. And then, like, he's going on for a while talking to them. And he walks out. He's like, oh, shit, they're gone. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> yeah, fuck this. And so they're like, we'll deal with it our <laughs> he own way. He was just sitting here talking to no one for yeah. a long time. So, uh, yeah. So and they then were... they question him. And in this next scene, oh, my gosh. Horrible editing. Yeah, I know, right? The door was closed, the, door was open, yes. door was closed, door was open. Like, it's yes. just like every other scene, the door was in a different position. So they're they're asking JCVD what's going on, and, you know, he's trying to explain it, and they're like, oh, well, you know, we kind of don't really believe you because you're a prisoner on here. Yeah. But, yeah, what Jamie's saying is they would cut on over to one of the other people talking, and, like, the door would – this door would be shut. And then they would cut back – to another scene, different angle, and then the door would be open. Yeah. And then it just kept switching. <laughs> it's like, ah, they what even are had, you doing? Yeah, they even had a moment where they like showed the guy closing the door. The next, they did. The next they scene, did. it was close, open. It was like, what, what the fuck? I rewound it who, and checked that out. Who made this? Whatever. Anyways, they go through. They're kind of explaining what's going on. So on the dongle, I guess he kind of says like he stashed the dongle himself like in a bank. And- the dongle has like the way of activating uh, secret agents or special agents, sleeper agents, sleeper agents. So like, it's really valuable to enemies of the United States and all that. It's like a knock so, list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they, uh, they kind of he's trying to figure out how best to communicate, right? Because they're trying to figure out, okay, well, what could JCV do? Well, they'd have to go topside. He can't communicate now unless they were able to get the buoy up or something, right? And so they're going to have to, he's going to have to try to make the, um, either he's going to have to go to the control room. And then if that doesn't work, he'll have to make the, the thing rise or go bring the submarine up. And so that's the first thing they do. They decide, okay, we're going to head over to, um, the control room. Yep. So they head over there and they basically sent all of the agents or the, the black ops people on the submarine out to catch these people, to catch these guys. Yeah. And they're going real carefully. And they see around a corner, like right around a corner is the bad guys. And then we have JCVD and them coming around the corner. Neither of them really see each other. I mean, they can kind of, the bad guys can see them a little bit, but can't right. get the shot. And so they can try to get some communication going. And eventually the bad guys are like, fuck this and blow them to smithereens and actually kill Ellis. Right. That was his Yeah. They shoot him in the neck. Yeah. They shoot him in the neck. And JCVD's like, this guy's a goner. Yeah. Uh, you don't dead really weight. survive a neck shot yeah. very long. Not like, on a submarine. Come on. No, there's no way. It's so like dead weight. He gets the fuck out of there. Uh, Cassie gets the hell out of there and then she's all mad. She's like, you let him die. And he's like, uh, he was dying anyways. Right. So yeah. All right. If I take a bullet to the neck. Feel free to leave me. Really? Yeah. You don't want me to try to save you? I'm not going to make it. I feel like it depends on where we are. Kyle, if you take any bullet, I'm leaving you. Good. Thanks, Alex. There you go. Fucking mustard, man. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And so, um, they decide at this point. Do they decide to free Marco, or do they? Mess no, with no, the, not they, yet. Now they decide to mess with the engine, right? Well, so <laughs> they get up. Yeah, they screw with the engine. Yeah, they they're going to the cause a leak, right? Yeah, and so they cause this leak because they need to get into the forward area where all the right. captain and all that. They need to, and there's only special access cards that can get there. So they get up, 
to the area where it's going to be. They cause the leak. Eventually, that door opens. Yeah. And then- There's a guy there. They just don't like run through it. Right. No, no. There's a guy there. And then it's it's crazy because- they don't do anything. They're just like, okay, we open this door. Door opens. The guy's there who stops them. Yeah. They get in this big fight and then the door is closed and they don't do anything. Like they don't go through the door. The door is now locked or whatever. Yeah. No one came out to fix whatever the fuck was going on. It's not like people ran out at that moment. Like right. eventually they run out later and fix it. Like they could have waited a little bit longer and then just gone through the door. But instead like, let's get the fuck out of here. It's like, I yeah. didn't understand. I had to rewind and be like, wait, did I miss something? Why aren't they through that door right now? No. They beat up the guy. They killed him. Almost killed him. Yeah. And they could have easily just been like, all right, we're going to go on through. But no, they didn't. No. Because they needed to go back they decide and free Dolph. They need Marco, Dolph Lundgren. Get that guy out here. So they convince him. They're like, hey, you want to be free, right? And Marco's like, I'm not so sure. And then eventually they're like, "We, yes, let's get out of here. We're a team now. Best team ever. And so Dolph Lundgren, JCVD, finally, I'm not sure if they've ever been a team before in movies. Usually they're antagonists. Yeah, Dolph, Dolph t- tends to play like a bad guy. Well, and it was reverse, I think, in uh, The Expendables. I feel like JCVD was the bad guy and Dolph's on the good team. Correct. Anyways, usually they're on opposite sides. Here they're teamed up like everyone wants them to be. Ooh. And so they are going to, um, I guess, trick, trap and kill the bad guys in the submarine so they can get yes. through. Like, what it is is now, okay, we're going to get the card and we're going to go through that way. Right. But- In the meantime, the mad guy, yeah. he decides- you know what? They're going to end up going to the bridge and trying to do some stuff. I'm going to head that off and I'm going to, you know, let them know what's up and make sure they surface so that we can get our rescue all going and we can get our money and get paid and laid and all that. Yeah. Um, and so he heads up to the captain's bridge and the captain is like, whoa, what the fuck's going on here? Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, oh, I'm the CIA. Like, totally don't worry about it. Totally bring it the submarine up and like, we'll be gonna. Well, everything's going to be fine. And he's like, this is very shady and very weird. And I don't believe you. And also, you know, I don't care about your CIA dick, right? You got, if I cut it in half, you'd have one inch. Because you check out my captain dick. It goes all the way down to the floor. Like I have to watch when I turn. So I don't like slap people with my dick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Drags behind him. (laughs) Exactly. Because he's a captain. And so he's like, I'm still in charge. I'm going to call this in and make double check your story. And so anyways. JCVD, I'm just I'm just saying what I saw in the movie. Yeah, no, yeah. I know that, that is what happened. I mean, he gave me a look like that didn't happen. No, like no, I did dick. not. Oh. I was moving because I was sitting uncomfortably. Okay, um, not be- I wasn't uncomfortable because of the words you were using. Right, sure. And so uh, they they trick the bad guys into ending yeah. up in the kitchen or something. So right? they use Cass as yeah. bait. They make her look like she's dead, and then the, that's right. The guys run up on her. Hunter, and then wham, Dolph and JCBD out. They take out a bunch of people, boom, 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 kill them all. Yeah. Choking people out. Right. And then they trick them. They're like, hey, we we figured them out. Like, we got them. Like, go up to the cafeteria. And he's like, wait, you sounded a little different. You almost sounded like Marco, that prisoner who's vaguely from Sweden. No, no, not me. Not me. No, definitely come up to the cafeteria. And he's like, okay, guys, let's go up to the cafeteria. Sounds like they got him. Yep. And so they head up and get totally messed up they're like they oh, just yeah. get killed then they're like oh hey here's like the key head up to the bridge and they're like marco have fun and they leave him they and leave, the main torturer guy yeah they leave him to totally torture this person <laughs> and as the audience we're like ah, 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 torture yeah. all right <laughs> <laughs> he deserved it great 
And so anyways, they head up to the bridge and they bust into the <laughs> the bridge and they're like, hey, we're the, we're the CIA and we need help. And they're like, wait, we got two people here claiming they need the CIA. What's going on here? I already called in his shit and everything like worked out. Yeah. It sounded legit. And now you're coming up here saying it's not legit and not leg- too legit to quit kind of stuff. And so- We are close. It gets really, really- the tension gets ratcheted, right? They like they ratchet oh, that tension way up. It's about time. And to the point where the bad guy like freaks out. Like he just basically is like, ah, fuck it. It's like, Haha, and he grabs the captain. It's like, I'm going to blow his head off. And then he says like to the captain, like, give them the order to surface the boat. Give the order to surface the boat. And eventually the captain's like, service the boat. And the, the two people are like, aye, aye, sir. Is that really how it works? If if a captain got if a captain of the US submarine got taken hostage, wouldn't they be like Article 5, Section C or something? Like he's no longer the captain since <laughs> someone else has a gun to his head telling him to give orders. Right. I don't know. But they they're just like, yes, sir, yes, sir. <laughs> give an order. Orders are orders. <laughs> Fire <laughs> that <laughs> nuclear warhead, sir. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Just doing my job. <laughs> Click. And up goes the submarine. Yeah. Like, ah oh, shit. When you're court-martialed later, you can explain that. Look, I took the order. Yeah. He gave an order. His mouth moved and an order came out. I'm not sure what I was supposed to do. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're supposed to listen <laughs> to the captain. I don't know. Yeah. I would think he wouldn't be the captain anymore. Technically. I don't know. Yeah. But check mark. Mutiny. Right. All right. Sure. Check, check, check. Well, yeah. Uh, They're not really like crew members. That's true. Yeah. So- Anyways, uh, they all start to, there's like a big shootout or whatever. Oh, but dude, before this, guess who shows up? Mel, JCVD's mm. old lover. I forgot about that. She How could I forget it? Didn't die. No, she was the one, the prisoner who got wheeled in on that wheelchair. There's yeah. a great, Quote, there's prisoner. a great one liner there, uh, where the, the bad dudes like challenging J- JCVD or whatever, like, looks like you got yourself a new partner or whatever. And JCVD is like. I sure know how to pick him. And he's like, do you? And then she walks in and she's oh, betrayed. Whoa. She's been a double agent. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And so anyway, she is a stage five crazy clinger lady. Oh yeah. She just grabs him and starts making out Grabs with him. him straight by the dick. Yeah. Pulls she's him to her. A, almost a third his age. Reels him in by the dick and, and get smooches on his face. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. And while they're all distracted by this or something, then there's a big shootout. I, I can't remember how this all proceeded. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> like literally what happened. Like, like they were like, like making, making out. Making out, and then because of the distraction, like everyone was like staring at them, making out, like, whoa, check it out. And then somebody just like whips out a gun <laughs> and they blow each other up. And eventually, oh, oh, and they turn on the microphone so that like the people who are on the boat hear all this stuff so they're vindicated in the end they have this right. recording of the bad guy saying how like what a bad guy he is and the woman saying like what a bad lady she is and stuff like that yep and <clears throat> she escapes actually like in right the confusion, off the top of the boat in the confusion she gets out and you know during the rescue so anyways we get like a postscript scene where they're in in the end it's like oh you've been vindicated um the cia backs you and Guess what? How how about you would like a promotion? How about you be partners and you're going to track down this lady and take her out because she's like an enemy of the state now. But yeah. dude, the whole time JCVD is wearing these like sunglasses. super sexy purple smoked out sunglasses. Yeah, I'm it's like, pretty great. What is this? <laughs> 
And so anyways, they walk out and they're like, uh, I can't wait to start tracking down this lady. And they get a call from Marco who has proceeded to murder that lady. Yeah. <laughs> so job over. What's now? Well, they have to walk back in and be like, oh, actually, can we get, we need a different assignment. Yeah. Mission, um, mission accomplished. No, <laughs> they're, they're supposed to find the uh, buyers. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I yeah. thought it was yeah, catching dude. her. Okay. Well, Black Sea 2. Well, now Marco's kind Black of- Black Water I think I feel like Marco's made it harder for them. Yeah, probably because he killed one of the one of the one of the only people who know that buyer is dead now. Yeah, yeah, uh, they probably I, I, that was one of my main gripes with the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Marco shouldn't have killed her, but man, he looked good in that Hawaiian shirt. It was, okay. it was just like broad okay. daylight uh, right in front yeah. of the oh, bank. No one cared. Well, dude, weren't they somewhere in South America? I think or they Cuba where that's all legal. I think they were in Cuba, oh, probably okay. just murdering twenty-five-year-old girls in the middle of the day. Yeah, with twenty-five is a little generous, but. I don't know. Anyways, the end. That's Black Water. Black Water. I keep wanting to call it Black Sea. That's what I just did earlier. Yeah. Black Sea 2. What would that be? It's hard to imagine since like no one survived that movie. Well, really. those two guys did. I was yeah, uh, they, if they, if you guys asked me. By the, poli- the sea police immediately. What'd you say? If you Mr. guys asked me uh, what movie we watched this week, I was going to say uh, one of the most high, high, highest rated uh, episodes of Game of Thrones, The Black Water. Ooh. But you guys, you you two aren't uh, Game of Thrones watchers, are you? Gotheads, Gotheads. I've watched uh, a fair portion of Game of Thrones, but I have not watched the whole series. I need to. I've heard nothing but oh, it's really incredible. good things. It's really good. So, welcome to uh, Game of Thrones podcast, where Ooh. we go through every episode of Game of Thrones. I'm sure there's enough now, of those. Right in the middle <laughs> I think of there's this. a lot of them. <laughs> there's only like uh, seven submarine movie podcasts, but there's probably like yeah, a sure. thousand uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones podcasts. <laughs> Um. All right. Are we gonna do some ratings? Yeah, man. Are we? Are we gonna, we're gonna rate this movie, right? Let's. Okay. Raider. All right. <laughs> Get her done. Raider done. Raider, Raider done. done. Actually, yeah. Raider we, should, we, need just, we need to make sure not to say that too often because I'm not sure the whole legality of how much we owe for <laughs> using the phrase. Yeah. Unless Larry the Cable Guy wants to come on to the podcast. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. He probably owns. I wonder what his favorite sub movie is. We'll find out when he's on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Coming up. Later in the podcast. After the Argentinian <laughs> defense minister comes Larry the Cable Guy. Yeah. Be prepared, listeners. All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yay. Yeah. Mustard man. So I watched this when I was sick, and I want to say I enjoyed it more than I normally would have. Uh, it's got everything in it that I would normally hate about a movie like this. Um <laughs> Especially for for what we're reviewing it for, uh, but it was it was fun to watch. It kept me entertained while I was feeling sick. Um, the end of the movie got a little hazy for me, uh, but I, I I remember it now that you guys uh, talked about it. One oh, thing the I whole movie was kind of hazy for me. <laughs> uh, I I don't understand Dolph Lundgren's character, uh, Marco. Uh, he was, I guess, some sort of German special forces. Uh, yeah. But it definitely talked with like a southern style accent, uh, which I don't know why. I don't Probably know if that's something sort of to do with the fact that he's Swedish. He's never really had a, a particularly thick accent. 
Like I just watched Universal Soldier starring uh, Dolph Lundgren and JCVD, who's uh, the other film that they've been in together. <laughs> You're just doing that for the heck of it? Uh, well, bad movies com- coming up. Bad movie we're doing. Bad movie uh, twins. Oh. Bad movie twins. We're doing uh, uh, Universal Soldier and then the sequel, Universal Soldier: The Return. Isn't there another one even? Well, there's two other ones. Plus, there's two TV movies that came between that first and the second one. Oh my gosh! All right. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, yeah. So he he but he barely has an accent in that. He actually does a really good job with his accent compared to JCVD, who always sounds like he's from Belgium. He's like, all American here at JCVD. And then he's like thick Belgian accent. Who's Who's got a good Belgian accent? Not me. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what the hell was that? French. I'm from French. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Uh, All but, right, so continue. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, unlike what was that terrible mo- movie we watched, like Blow or something, that was supposed to take place on a submarine, <laughs> yeah, but starring Johnny Depp, but clearly was uh, inside of a like a warehouse. Uh, this one, uh, you could tell they did a little bit better of a job trying to make it look like they're actually a submarine. You can still kind of tell some scenes they were, but it looked a hell of yeah. a lot better. Uh, so I at least admired the fact that they took the time to do that. Um, overall, I'm going to give this thing a four and a half. It, you know, had some funny lines and it made me laugh. I was entertained. Believe it or not, I actually watched all of it. So higher than what it should have normally been. Is that a first, man? You watched the whole movie? I've watched all the movies. (laughs) (laughs) It was a joke. Come on. It's just a joke. Come on. Uh, Bomb, you want to go next? Uh, sure. Uh. I think we've we've covered it. Uh, no spoilers really here. With uh, this was this was not a great film. Uh, it was almost teetering on that. Uh, so bad it was funny at times. I did think the coolest the coolest scene, most redeeming scene, was when he jumped through the the two way mirror uh, yeah. and he didn't know where the guy like he knew like he didn't know but he knew where the guy was going to be behind the mirror and he tackles the dude as he jumps through the mirror, which was pretty pretty badass. But uh yeah, movie looked like they they uh they had uh, like a million dollars and uh laser tag facility and they're like who can we get to be in a movie and what should it be? And they're like, eh, you know, we can make this into like a submarine set." Oh, okay. So what's yeah. the idea uh, if you had to guess what would you guess the budget to be? Uh it's probably way more than a million, of course, but uh it didn't uh, look like it. I would say. I believe it was. I, I will oh. say twenty-five million. Nah, I believe it was between five and ten million. But okay. still, I feel like a lot of that went to. Weirdly, still, I think a bunch of it went to getting John Claude Van Damme and Dolph Lundgren, like oh, on board. Yeah, I still think they probably carry a not a crazy <laughs> huge amount, but still, but a decent price yeah, tag. Yeah, can't get them for nothing. I'm uh, I'm looking here. What I gave. Uh, Steel Sharks. I gave that a three. Yeah, I, I'd put this in the same in the same vein. I'm going to give this one a three as well. What I give Steel Sharks three. Yeah, and what did I give Steel Sharks? We all want to know. <laughs> it's kind of like the uh, measure right now. Jamie gave Steel Sharks a three point five. Kyle gave it oh, yeah. a three. All right. So that's really? a good. That's a good. Yes. That's a good gauge for me. Is that low? I know. I was going to say because I actually like Steel Sharks better than this film. Yeah. <laughs> actually, if I, if I had to give the edge to one of them, uh, I'd probably be Steel Sharks. So I'm happy I gave it a three and a half, so I can land more towards <laughs> like a three. Throws the <laughs> I know it's great. It was, it was a lot funnier. It was a lot funnier. That's the thing. Like I, I feel like it was really hard to imagine how they were able to take a Jean-Claude. I guess the problem is, is they take it too seriously, right? You get Jean-Claude Van Damme, you get mm-hmm. Dolph Lundgren on board, and you don't really have fun with it. And instead, you make 
just like what it looks like a serious movie, quote unquote, serious movie kind of stuff. Like it just wasn't as fun as I wanted it to be. I didn't enjoy watching it as much as yeah, I when had Dolph hoped, had the uh, Hawaiian t-shirt on at the end and shot the, the, you know, double agent in the car at the very, very last scene, like, and he smiled, gives, gives a uh, John Claude Van Damme a call, you know, like got her bitch. Oh, <laughs> you know, that, that, that was kind of like what I feel like the whole movie should have been as stupid and as dumb as that scene would have been. Like if it was all tongue in cheek the whole way, I agree with you. It would have been a lot yeah, better. or like if there was something where like he made it like if Dolph Lundgren's character made a weapon for himself, that would have been fun. Like a sword out of like a piece of the submarine. Cool. I would be <laughs> in on that. If they talked more about the dongle and the functionality <laughs> of the dongle, yeah. I would have been into that. If the submarine was like a futuristic submarine in some way, I would have been into that. Ooh. If uh what else? Uh if he wore those sunglasses, John Claude Dame wore those sunglasses. The purple ones right? the whole time. In the, the sub movie, in oh, the submarine. Be cool. Like like if he get, went out of his way to like find his sunglasses like yeah. that's the first thing he did was find his sunglasses and like the agents are like what the fuck you just came you went all this way to just get your sunglasses he's like these are my sunglasses mm-hmm. so fuck you i'm especially they're agent. ray-bans <laughs> you kidding me right so they could i mean i feel like there's like a lot of fun like because the thing is remembering still sharks they weren't trying to have fun it just was funny yeah. <laughs> and a lot of it was just like like playing up these cliches like i got this lucky coin from my dad and he's like flipping this coin to distract someone and i'm like yes i like that i want yeah. i want more of that just so like just to be like doesn't make you it. like one day you want to just like have a coin and then like no. if you ever get into a weird situation you just nope. flip this coin no. right at someone but if i made a movie that would be part of it and oh, part of our on. submarine movie or slash uh, drama podcast drama oh, yeah. will involve a, a magic coin that'd be great yeah so anyways i didn't have as much fun with it i had more fun watching something like still sharks i had more fun watching something like dark descent um i'm so i'm gonna come in with this actually lower than anyone 2.5 2.5 for me dang that low that low wow yeah i just didn't have fun didn't have fun it was short though it was, there we go redeeming quality short. it was short yeah short it was jamie. it was a short movie that's your quote on the back of the dvd box. says dr jamie short it's short uh <laughs> what what can i even say that hasn't been said something that really disappointed me in this movie is dolph lundgren is in this movie he is. He is not in this movie no. enough. Not enough. Yeah. They not did not enough. utilize him enough. No. Like, are you kidding me, man? He's awesome. He's he's the guy that you want. They should have been freeing him. He should, that, after he got his sunglasses, the f- next thing he should have done is free Dolph Lundgren. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. And then, like, he could have even popped up in, you know, like, or he could have been on the radio, like, oh, I'm just crushing these two guys' skulls with my bare hands because right. I'm Dolph Lundgren. Yeah. That's how he talks, but his actual bear hands—the hands, the hands yeah. that are like paws, like a like paws, <laughs> yeah, like a bear. He has to wear these weird uh, latex mitts that make his hands look human, but they're actually bear hands. Bear hands. <laughs> right. Where are we going with this? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there's that. The editing was so bad with that door scene that just right. blew me away. I, I was actually like, was surprised. Come. I was surprised that Mustard Man, you didn't talk a little bit more about that because you've talked about you talked about that with Dark Descent with a light that kept on flashing in weird ways <laughs> yeah. in your review of that one. So I was surprised that you didn't really harp on that door a little bit. <laughs> did it, that one, for whatever reason, did it bother me? Like I said, I was sick. I enjoyed you may have been it way sick, much yeah. more. I definitely had Nyquil when I was watching <laughs> this. Like, oh, oh that's what it is. Sapping sap on some yeah, syrup over there. Yeah, I was. I was. Oh yeah. <laughs> Got to get a little uh, altered actually, state of actually, mind to sure, enjoy this actually, movie. Actually, I watched this on uh, December 31st, 
Uh, and I was in bed before 1030. So (laughs) there you go, man. That's how it was. So you rang in the new year with JCVD and Dolph Lundgren (laughs) and a couple of syrup. Yeah. 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 Good Lord. Uh, yeah, this movie is bad. Not good. I mean, is this like straight to, I don't even know what those crappy action networks are. Let's just put it on one of those. Yeah. I don't know what I ended up three in the morning. Yeah, I'm not sure what it got originally. I know it's now on Amazon Prime. Yeah. Not not a sponsor yet. Right. <laughs> it's sponsored by Amazon. <laughs> All right. I will give it a 2.75. Oh. It sucked. Really, you should you should nail down those 2.69s. Yeah, I should. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Yeah. Oh, uh, do you yeah. have any trivia on this? Uh movie? yeah, so I did some extensive research. Uh, <clears throat> I didn't actually, but so um, I just want to say Van Damme and Lundgren, Lundgren he, they previously worked together on Universal Soldier, two of its sequels, so Universal Soldier Regeneration and Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning, and dun, then, the, dun, dun. then the Expendables 2. Now, they were definitely antagonists or against each other in Universal Soldier. The sequels, I'm not so certain. They may have ended up on the same side. In those. Oh, enemies become friends and friends become enemies. It definitely could be, but anyways. Those are my favorite types of movies. Yeah, so according to the screenwriter, the film came together when the producer, Richard Switzer, called him up and said he wanted to do an action film set in a submarine. That was it, really. And we took it from there. Seriously, that's it? That's it. That's amazing. That's all that happened. Can you imagine if we could call somebody? Wait, who'd they call? They called Dolph? No, they called... uh, Richard Switzer called the screenwriter. Oh, okay. So you guess you have to know a writer. Damn it. Hey, uh, I got... You guys want to start writing? (laughs) I got access to a laser tag studio. (laughs) <laughs> Perfect. Done. <laughs> um, all right. So it was filmed on the battleship USS Alabama um, because a submarine in uh, Mo- Mobile, Alabama, which was the USS Drum, was too cramped for filming. So they, so they did a little bit with the Garbage. USS Drum, but not much. Dude, we've seen um, other movies filmed in subs. Besides, the director said the USS Drum is a Gatto-class submarine, and they were they were more into the idea. They wanted to go for more of like an Ohio-class or a Virginia-class submarine. Oh. Which seems a little strange because why would you need? Why would they make a state-of-the-art nuclear attack submarine into a floating jail? That is a good question. You'd think they- You'd take an old retired- Like a Gatto- One you're going to maybe like phase out. class submarine. <laughs> yeah. This is it now. This is now a prison. <laughs> right. Anyways. Um, they used underwater stock footage from Crimson Tide. I think I feel like this may be like the fourth time we've seen that stock footage. It's just hard to yeah. nail down exactly well, I mean, when dude, you see it. Dude, it's Crimson Tide nailed it. All right. So you may think Van Damme is just a funny joke now, but there was a time when he was doing his splits to cheering crowds, and it wasn't that long ago. So he sometimes even appeared with famous people in those films. And I emphasize people, not necessarily actors, for what's yeah. upcoming. Okay. So who are these other famous people would have maybe have done well in this film? All right. All right. So. I threw a couple kind of smaller names here just to make sure, keep you guys on the toes, whether you know them or not. So I assume you know Forrest Whitaker. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So he was in Bloodsport with Van Damme. So how, wh- wh- where would he fit in, do you think? I feel like he's a good guy, right? I think he'd be a good captain. Yeah, I think they're right. You have to be a good guy. I don't think you can have I him I could be... see him be the ball-busting uh, guy at the beginning that uh, is just on a penchant to find JCVD and then gets killed by the uh, the real bad guy. Oh, uh, yeah. That'd be yeah. good, too. Could be like a scary because he, he's like kind of soft-spoken. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know. I could, s- I could see him being uh, his handler, Scott's handler. 
real small role in the movie. Sure. You're cutting you're cutting out there a little bit, Alex. Yeah, so a real small role. That's what we heard. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Sure, go we for agree. it. Don't worry. You uh, guys don't have to hear it. It still got recorded, so okay. the listeners will hear it. <laughs> the listeners will agree. <laughs> All right. So what like about Alex had the best one, obviously. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what about Powers Booth? You know All right. Is that a real name? Yeah, Powers Booth. It's a woman, right? No, it's not a woman. Okay. He's an old man. He's <laughs> it's always a man, been old right? Man. Yeah. So he okay. was <laughs> He was a bad guy. How I know him, he's a bad guy in Red Dawn. He just recently died. Anyways, he was in Sudden Death. I threw that one in there just to see, do you guys know who Powers Booth is? For some reason, I know him very well from a young age, probably because I watched Red Dawn a whole bunch, and he was the bad guy in it, I think, if I remember. Um, I'm envisioning a woman. In Sudden Death. Yeah. Dude, is this where like a mascot gets thrown into a shredding machine or something? Yeah, he throws, Van Damme throws the penguin's mascot into like a dishwasher. Dude, he plays goalie. He plays goalie for the penguins in the middle of the movie. I remember seeing this movie as a kid. It's amazing. It's the best. I actually have the novelization if you want to read it. Do you really? Yeah, I do. I own it. Sudden Death. Um, It's a hockey, it's a bomb in a hockey uh, game. Anyways, uh, what about Roger Moore? He starred in The Quest with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, uh, Rip. What? Oh, Except Rip, yeah. Rip. Rest in peace. Mm. Yep. Same with Powers Booth. Rest in peace. Um, oh. I could just see Roger Moore playing all of the characters because I think he's that good. <laughs> I think he could have actually played the other prisoner, right? It actually almost would make sense, right? He's been kept in this black ops prisons for a very long time because of work he's done as a special agent wink wink a little homage to his time as 007 James Bond it would make sense yes and then he comes out and he's a total badass as like an older guy Ooh. it would be pretty cool I like that idea all right, so here's where I used more of like a famous person. Oh, what about Dennis Rodman? Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, Dennis Rodman is Dolph. I want Dennis yeah. Rodman running around on that submarine. Yes, people would be terrified. Yeah, I just hope he doesn't improvise some of his lines and talk some about like North Korea and how we needed like a better <laughs> deal for his favorite dictator or something. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this is way spacier than that North Korean stuff I just got off. Jesus Christ. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> How many more days do we have to film with this dude? Yeah. Uh, what about Rob Schneider, who was with him in Knock Off? Oh, oh, no. I don't nope. want him in my movie at all. Get him out so of you just him out. So maybe he's one of the people who gets killed in the beginning during yeah. the shootout. I'd be fine with that. He's, he's a torturer guy. Yeah. Bam, bullet to the head. What about, on this is actually my favorite uh, John Clement Dam film. What about Ed Harris? He was in the film Kick Punch. <laughs> with John Clement Damme. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's Kick Punch. Where, I mean, it tells you everything. Uh, yeah, that's a movie I'm going to watch. Yeah, Kick Punch. Uh, well, Ed Harris is obviously JCVD. Yes, I think that's right. Yeah. 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 And he's got like a much sexier, stringy old man person body. Yeah. Yeah. So then he could just like, I mean, it'd be really one of those things where he'd wake up in the prison and part of getting out of his handcuffs was he'd have to <laughs> tear off his shirt and pour oil all over himself, right? <laughs> yeah. And he could just grease his way out, <laughs> out of the handcuffs. handcuffs. <laughs> that would make sense. Good That's Lord. how he also is able to jump through the uh, two-way mirror because the glass just kind of slides off his body. Yeah. It doesn't cut him at all. <laughs> Anyways, uh, it's it's, old man running around the submarine dripping in grease. 
Anyways, uh, Phantom Zone. Tackle that guy. We can. He's too slick. <laughs> uh, he's like a greased pig. And <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like uh, a right. super thin uh, steel, and they don't allow guns on the boat, so it's all uh, pugilists. So they they're trying to tackle him, and they can't. <laughs> Give, give them that plot device that they have to grab them and they just can't get them like a greased pig. <laughs> they've got them like a flashlight shines on them and they got them cornered in the <laughs> Ten guys jump on him. He just like wiggles right. out of it. <laughs> Anyways. It's <laughs> my favorite tangent, but uh, <clears throat> let's jump into Phantom Zone real quick. It's very quick. Don't worry about oh, it. Okay. Phantom Zone. Engage the Phantom. Um, I'm just going to ride our dear Dolph uh, Lundgren to Sweet Victory. Uh, we've used him before. Obviously, we watched him in one of the best movies ever made, uh, Agent Red. Um, and from there, we can go straight to Cohen Brothers' film, um, Hail Caesar, where he actually plays a Russian submarine captain. Ooh. And we've used that before. I think it's uh, Gor- Gorban, is that his name? Gor- Gorbanzobin? Uh, he was one of, the, one of the people from... Uh, Life Aquatic is in that film. Oh, okay. Yeah. He does like the voiceover or something. Gotcha. Anyways. So I'm, right. just gonna, I'm just going to cruise it from there. I know I can finish it because I've done Dolph Lundgren yeah. before. And I won't make our listeners painstakingly. No, I actually would. While you struggle I would like it. if you could send an email to us completing that string for the Phantom Zone. Oh, it's Please a do. homework assignment. Yes, a little homework assignment. Just make sure you send it straight to Kyle. MacEstudios at gmail.com. Is that right? That's what it is? We, we would love questions. We never get questions. Yes, we would love some more questions. Uh, all right. It's time for Subs Worldwide. It's, it's Subs, subs, subs world, world, world Wide. So usually I've been going off doing something with the themed month, but 2018 in review doesn't give me much to work with so now i can kind of go back to what i used to do and just pull some random subs good i know are you gonna do american one please say do an american one <sighs> i'm not oh okay fine all right so this one let's see if you <laughs> you might drive this submarine if you're wearing a pair of wooden shoes dutch boy all right, it's <laughs> whatever. It's from the Netherlands. It is the Walrus class submarine. Oh, that's a good name. I like that. It is good. Yeah. These are actually the only active submarines for the Netherlands right now. Yeah. And they were originally designed to hunt down Russian submarines Walruses? during the Cold War. No. That'd be fun. Yeah, that would be <laughs> super fun. Harpoons on the front. <laughs> Got another one. All right. So they were originally designed to hunt down Russian subs during the Cold War. But guess what? They weren't even they weren't even commissioned before the Cold War during the Cold War. Yeah, can't talk. When were they, they were commissioned? commissioned after the Cold War ended. Okay. That's what I want to say. So the first one was laid down. It was, construction started in nineteen seventy nine. Hmm. It was commissioned in ninety two. Wow. Yeah, so I really just barely missed that window. <laughs> yeah. So there were all sorts of things that were going on at this time. They wanted to make it one of the most like technologically advanced diesel electric subs. And there were so many things coming out at this time mm-hmm. that they had to keep delaying it so they could add these improvements and just keep yeah. adding them and adding them and adding them. Yeah. Perfection is the enemy of whatever that phrase is. Yes. Yeah. Good. 
Good paraphrasing. Uh, so <laughs> another thing that uh, kind of screwed things up is the company that was originally building them, which I'm only going to refer to as RDM, because if you look at the name in the Dutch language, it Rotterdam. is impossible. It's Rotterdam. Is it? I don't know. No, there's okay. no way. Uh, so anyways, the they went bankrupt. Good. Government bailed them out and decided, hey, since we've bailed them out, let's go ahead and order more submarines. Why not? And during one of the builds, the one, the reason that it took to 92, there was one that was actually commissioned before the first one that was laid down in 90, but the first one that was laid down, uh, the command center caught fire, oh. had a fire for five hours inside it. Nice. Did a little bit of damage. So it's kind of like that, what was that one? Was that an Indian submarine or something like that? That flooded like the first time they took it out? Oh, yeah. I think they yeah. just left the vents open. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, they did leave the hatch open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alas. Like the one thing. I mean, just it blows it. Because we learn, we learn a lot of this because of our own submarine adventures. And, and yeah. when, when we get our bigger submarine, right now ours is pretty small. Uh, when we get our new used submarine, yeah, uh, it's new to us. Um. We'll know not to like light it on fire or leave the vents open. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, due to all the problems that arose with building these things, the Netherlands parliament referred this referred to this whole situation debacle as the walrus affair. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, so they got a little cheeky about it. Yeah. And when they were... Uh, Oh, like I said, when initially released as a very technologically advanced weapon, um, it was it was great. But now they're in they're getting older, and it's time to phase them out. And so the Netherlands Royal Navy is looking to replace them. Originally, it was going to be twenty twenty five, but now it's going to be twenty twenty seven. There are all kinds of builders putting in bids to build the subs. Like how what an exciting time for sub builders, though you know? Yeah, because I mean you're not getting orders every day. Oh, yeah, you just like not. sit around your sub building shop. You're like, oh man, I actually worked. Is anybody going to call this year? I worked briefly at a company while I was in college that specialized in some defense grants mm-hmm. for like battleships, and they said they would only get like one thing every like 15 years or something, and oh, that would word. set them up for like a super long time. Dang, yeah. So then there was like one was running out, and they were all wringing their hands, like, Ooh. yeah, like, we got to <laughs> get another one. That's wild. Uh, so anyways, the Netherlands actually used these uh, to help with international things. In 2010, they sent one off the coast of Somalia to combat piracy. And I don't know how successful they were because we did get our Captain Phillips movie. But Well, yeah. Maybe that's why they sent it, though. Are we sure it was before or after the Captain Phillips Good movie? Good question. I don't know. Because we haven't, we haven't had any Captain Phillips movies since then. Oh, shoot. You're right. Captain Timmy. Uh, and in 2016, Russia claims that they chased one of these off from a battle group that, uh, well, Russia had a battle group sailing around and they chased one off with their, mm. of course, it also has like their main battleship, Admiral Kuznetsov. That's the name of the battleship? Yes. That's his nuts off? Exactly. Very nice. Uh, so let's get into some of the specs of this. I was going to say, I wanted to know how big it is. It's the size of a walrus, right? You can basically fit one person into it. Mm, yeah. It's like you, almost you it's like, a, it's like an iron. it onto yourself. Yeah, it's like an Iron Man suit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's 222 feet, point, 222.2 feet long, 
Uh, for speed on the surface, it can cruise along at 13 knots while submerged 20 knots. can go down to a depth of 980 feet. has three diesel, diesel generators that generate 5,430 horsepower, and it has one electric motor. It will hold 50 to 55 people, and it also has four 21-inch torpedo tubes with 20 torpedoes. The Walrus. Pretty good. That's that, man. That's what they used to call me in high school. The Walrus? You don't want to know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm not sure what that means. You guys should see the fangs this guy has. <laughs> uh, let's see. Alex, you got anything for us? You guys think I was actually looking up news? Well, I did a little bit of research for some sub news this week. Nice. Um, first off, turns out, uh, I guess, Britain's nuclear deterrent sub, one of them, was out on patrol uh, for three months, returned back, missing 30% of uh, the sonar panels. <laughs> somehow i don't know how wow do they know uh, why or how well uh i wish i did know why unfortunately i'm reading this on a website uh where i have to pay a fee to read <laughs> the entire thing so that's well, not really we happening. do not reimburse i'm gonna take it out of no. cash yeah. <laughs> so uh reading by the comments because uh, you can read the comments i'm surprised someone just doesn't copy and paste the whole damn thing in the comment section um they said it was probably up in the arctic and probably just general damage uh from up there but it did. The article made it seem like thirty percent of it was quite a bit. I did try to look up to see, you know, how many actually sonar panels are on the submarine, uh, but I couldn't find any answer. And Google just wanted to keep telling me there are solar panels on the submarine, so I knew that wasn't correct. Oh. So I, I well, gave up. Obviously, you need a solar panel on a submarine. Yeah, why not? Obviously, yeah. Uh, and then I also found another uh, article that's supposed to keep uh, Americans afraid of China and Russian. Uh, submarines because the U.S. Navy fears that Chinese submarines could now sink aircraft carriers. Um, I don't know if you've talked about this one or not, but it's called the Type 039A or Yuan class submarine. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, the article is pretty long, pretty good, and it mentions uh, our boy H.I. Sutton uh, as one really? of uh, yeah one of the people that they went through and talked to about this. Uh, so pretty good. Also, H.I. Sutton is uh, – he's an author, I believe. We've talked about him before, if I recall right. But for friend listeners of the, friend out of there, the show. Yeah. For listeners out there who don't know who H.I. Uh, Sutton it is, if you Twitter him, it is not the Holiday Inn. It's Sutton over in England, just so you know. Great. Yep. Last but not least, this one isn't really submarine news, but since we watched a movie with like sleeper agents and everything in it, I found an article – uh, that uh, has to do with sleeper agents. And from what I could tell, I might be wrong, but Russia now has more sleeper agents in the West than they did during the Cold War. So Cold War might not even be over, and we never know. Tube 3 ready to fire, sir. Commence the countdown. Give it to me. All right, Brom. You got something to finish this thing off? I do. 
I'm uh, good at finishing things off, and I'm gonna finish uh, this uh, this off. Okay, it's. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know where you're going to go, but I wanted to just see. I wanted to find out. I'm just living, uh, I'm just flying high off of that review where that guy really enjoyed all the dick jokes that uh, Jamie has been uh, peppering in the podcast. Uh, just yes. wanted to, I just wanted to you're keep welcome. it uh, provocative there, but I uh, didn't know where I was going with that. I do know where I'm going with uh, for our countdown tonight. Uh, it is a little sultry, a little sexy. This is uh, going to be the 13 most handsome men over age 65. Wow! Oh, here we, we had, go. We had a, one of them's Kyle. We had a silver. I am old. Sixty-five this year. We had a silver fox, uh, John Claude Van Damme, who uh, hit it off with a couple of uh, young ladies. And uh, for any young ladies out there that are looking for, uh, you know, an older gentleman, this is a top thirteen list curated by a place for mom senior living community in their blog. <laughs> like this. Yeah, and if you need to find a place for mom, call a senior living advisor at 866-333-2174. Not a sponsor, but I'm going to shout out you there. Dana, uh, Dana Larson, author of this excellent list. She created it in 2013, but uh, has been keeping it up to date, updating everyone's age every year, and I guess it wow. is... Uh, it is a very current list still for her, although 13 is a weird number, so I kind of suspect maybe two guys died. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, to, just quickly, no spoilers. I just want to say, like, is Sly Stallone on this list? Sly Stallone did not make this list. Okay, I just want to make sure before okay. I, like, actually exploded with excitement when he when he showed up on yeah. the list. Okay, I can settle down. Uh. And we'll move pretty quick with them, with there being thirteen. If you guys have anything you want to say about anybody, just just jump in and we'll we'll discuss. Otherwise, we'll we'll move it pretty quick here. Thirteen. Uh, this is a uh, veteran of submarine movies, Sean Connery, at the ripe old age of eighty-eight, still looking good. Does look very good. Oh actually. yeah. Oh yeah. How old is he? Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. Ooh, hard to believe. Yikes. Uh, number 12, uh, also pretty topical here, just was in the movie The Mule, Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. He's like 98 or something, right? <laughs> he's 88. Well, but, close uh, enough. Uh, he's super at, old. starting to look a little haggard, I, I will say. Yeah, and he's made some movies that I feel like it's basically been like, I'm tired. <laughs> when he like makes it. Like, do you, did anyone watch that 15, 17 to Preras or whatever? No. Yeah, it was like that train movie. It was not good. Didn't, it was actually well, incredibly bad. I haven't heard of that one. Was the it? last one I saw, oh, I think, yeah, was Grand Torino. Yeah. But I haven't wow. seen The Mule. The Mule looked actually pretty good. Looked pretty good, yeah. 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 Number 11. I don't know this one. Uh, enlighten me here. Harry Belafonte, 91 oh, years sure. old. Harry Belafonte. Uh, Famed, famous uh, during the Civil Rights Movement. Uh, yes. Looks to be uh, definitely in the political hemisphere here. In I civil also rights. know. Do you, did anyone ever see uh, Big Mama's house? <laughs> Big, so Mama's Big Mama's house. house. Yeah. yeah. So in Big Mama's house, when they're at the end, where he does like a, he's as Big Mama, obviously. Um, he's at the church. One of them is that when he stands up to pray. Yeah. As Big Mama, she, the whole sermon that he she kind of gives is about Harry Belafonte <laughs> and how sexy Harry Belafonte is. Really? Yeah. Harry Belafonte. <laughs> it's Goodness. great. Yeah. All right. 
Also uh, a champion uh, of civil rights here and achievements in the African-American community. And also, again, veteran of submarine movies, Sidney Poitier, 91 oh, years ooh. old. Wow, he's still Holy alive. cow, that is I didn't realize he, I didn't realize he was still alive. Yeah. Yeah, I had to double check, but again, this list is up to date. Still with us. So wait, this this is supposed to be for like moms? Like <laughs> no, dude. To find and date. This, this is a place for moms <laughs> to find that lovable older gentleman. He's ninety one though. Ninety one. Dude, they're looking for a good time, not a long time. All right. <laughs> True. Good good point. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh number nine. Uh this I don't know. Guys, have we seen uh have we seen Michael Caine yet in a submarine movie? Michael Caine? 85 years old. That's it? 85. I yeah. imagine him much older. Yeah. He plans to well, retire when he's 90, according to this article. Dude, he better not, man. He better reprise his role as Ebenezer Scrooge from Muppet's Christmas Carol. He's been quoted as saying, I feel like I'm 35. All well, right. When he was 36. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number eight. Uh, here we go. Another submarine vet here. Billy D. Williams, 81 years oh, old. Oh, wow. Yeah, Billy D. Finally one I agree with, Billy D. <laughs> yeah. You don't call him Billy D for nothing. Am I right? Oh. Ladies. Man, how old was he? 81? 81. Jeez, there's no way. That's how old he is now. Yeah, I know. That's still, I man, jeez. You think he looks older or younger? Younger. Guy's yeah. full of life. Yeah, he looks good. Not based That's on why he made the sharks, list. he's not. It's all the cold, cold 45. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that, you, isn't that what he advertised, cold 45? Was it? I think so. Those are the 40s? Is that what you're talking about? I can't remember if he advertised the 40s. I think he maybe just advertised it as a beer. Oh. Um, but I would love to advertise There's a lot of com- old 40s. commercials. There's old commercials of him advertising this that are pretty good. I'll have to check those out. Yeah. We'll post links. Brady Williams, Colt 45 commercials. Yeah. Number seven, Morgan Freeman, 81 years old. Oh, yeah. Oh, He's yeah. pretty old. Certainly. All right. So you're not surprised by Morgan Freeman, but you're surprised by Billy D. Williams? Yeah. Uh, yeah. For whatever reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. This one, uh, <laughs> I, I, I have to imagine he's older, but I guess not. Number six, Martin Sheen, 78. Hmm. Dang. Yeah. He's pretty old. I, I heard uh, rumors of uh, West Wing uh, coming back together. Obviously, I don't think Martin Sheen could be physically be president anymore. Uh, he'd look way too old to be serving like a late term. I don't even know how that show how, ends how, if he wait, dies how old or whatever. Was he Seventy-eight. Oh yeah, seventy-eight's pretty old. Pretty eh. old. Uh, well, number- spoilers. He uh, he did leave office at the end of West Wing. Did he? And they elected okay. a new president. So yeah. gotcha. Great, dude. Spoiler. Spoiler. Hey, sorry. Uh, number five, Charlie Rose, seventy-six, uh, American Charlie journalist. Charlie Rose, uh, journalist. I feel like isn't he been in the 60 news? Sixty minutes, for I think. Things lately. Yeah, dude. How up to date is this list? I don't think anyone's going after Charlie Rose lately. Mm. I feel like he's been in some hot water. Yeah, <laughs> for some not good things. Ah, uh, that does we sound do familiar. Not support it. We do not, not support it. it. We do not support Charlie Rose being. Listed as a sexy old man. Dad, get him off this list. <laughs> All right, he's off. We booted him. He's official off the list. All right. Ladies, uh, you're Martin welcome. Martin Sheen is our new number five. Get out of here, Charlie Rose. Number yeah. four, Steve Martin, 73. Ooh. Oh. oh. Got that white hair. 
Yeah. It's pretty good. Plays a banjo quite a bit. I wonder if very he, uh, good at that. Yeah. Still, doing, the, uh, carpets, still doing uh, comedy. The drapes. Am I right? Oh. <laughs> still, still touring. Last time I checked with a uh, friend Martin of the Short, show. Right? Uh, who? Wasn't it Martin Short? Yep. Yep. Did you say friend of the show? Friend of the show, Martin Short. Obviously. Who's number Inner four? Space. Right? That was number four, yeah. Martin Short, no, did not make the list. Sorry, guys. Oh, <laughs> Number three, I had to look him up. I do I do recognize him, and he is a handsome chap. Jose Carreras, 71. He is a uh, Spanish opera star. Huh. But uh, I, I did recognize him when I looked him up. You can check him out later for yourself if you're, if you're interested in an older man. Is Danny Trejo on this list? <laughs> Danny Trejo, unfortunately, did not make uh, oh, the top It's 13. funny you mentioned him. He was on the list of actors that I had for who has been in movies with John claude Van Damme, but I cut him for time. <laughs> Dude, Danny Trejo is the man. <laughs> yeah, with Charlie Rose being ejected, maybe he'll. Uh, maybe Dana will uh, add him. Ooh, maybe. Maybe he's on the bubble. Okay. Less writer. So what's, wait, the, this- what's the age again? <laughs> How old do you got to be? Uh, uh, 65 to 90. Oh, yeah, he's in there. Oh. There, right? So wait, wait. Which one number are we on? Are we in three or two? We're number two. Okay. You guys want to take I'm any guess guesses? I'm going to guess number one. Okay. No, no, no. I'm going to guess number one. All right. Number two, uh, football personality. Still uh, does some broadcasting. No. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, it's starting to lose it. Every time I hear him talk anymore, uh, given the Lugolt. play-by-play. No. Terry Bradshaw. <sighs> 70, oh, 70 years old. <laughs> Dang. Number one, what are your guesses? Steve Buscemi. Done. <laughs> he's not that old, is he? Uh, <laughs> I'd say he's probably over sixty-five. Unfortunately, did not make about this Jeff list. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Good Bridges. Call. Great guess. He was actually on another list I found, but this one was way funnier just because it's <laughs> called a place for mom. Senior living blog. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great blog name. Uh, but number one, Ted Danson, seventy years oh, old. Oh yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Guess where? Guess uh, where he lives? Where he lives? Where? Besides L.A. Uh, where Martha's I grew Vineyard. up. That's right. Really? Oh yeah. See him around. Name dropping. I didn't. I didn't know him. I didn't talk to him. I've never said a word to him. But I've, you know, I've seen You're him like, around. You know what? I want you to do a show one day called The Good Place. Exactly. I told him that. I was like, I have this great idea. I want, I want you to about be this God. whole thing. And then it stole. I was like, God damn it, Ted Danson, you son of a bitch. <sighs> Four rascal. years old. Uh, so Steve Buscemi's only sixty-one. That's probably why he's not. Oh honest, right? yeah. yeah. Give him a few years, Dana. Dana will be Dana's probably waiting. He's going to be like a first ballot Hall of Famer. But that, ladies and gentlemen, was the thirteen most handsome men over age over age sixty five. Thank you, Dana Larson. Thank you, a place for mom. Give Thank him a call. Bro. All right, man. Wow. So wait, did you say JCVD? J- J- he was not on there. JCVD did not make the list. No. Dolph Lundgren, not on there. Not not on the list. Are they over 65? Sly Stallone, not on uh, there? He's no, I actually, I think JCVD is 58. Oh. Wilford Brimley. Oh, uh, yeah. Not on there. Wow. Horrible. That mustache. Talk about you. They're talking about a walrus class. Am I right? <laughs> oh! There you go, listeners. Uh, shoot us uh, shoot us an email. Tell us who uh, who's on your, your top uh, 10 silver foxes. Walrus class. Thanks for listening to Submersion. Find us on SoundCloud and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
Can't get enough of us? Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Thursday. And if you like what you heard, please go ahead and give us a rating.